0: The yeshiva.net So we are. Good morning, everybody. welcome. It's around one, two, three, four. I don't know 10 or 15 lines from the bottom. the line starts with Dal 2:38. So the point was that there's the beginning of alvaidas Hashem, which comes with a certain sense of uh, ego, if you wish even though it's not the ego that we often hear about, but it's a certain sense of, let's call it, ambition. Ambition that comes from a desire to make the most out of one's life, desire for self-actualization, a desire for self-fulfillment, a desire to be close, and the lack of it is the lack and, and, and avoiding separateness, and spiritual impoverishment, etc. Yeah. And then there is the deeper state of Bittel discussed, Avramavino, Matzasas, Levava, Lefanecha, where in your presence there's no separateness, there's complete oneness, and there's no I that is separate from you. So he says, as a result of a Avinu, but right in my Habris as Prisi, seven nations which represent the seven Midas. Seven Midas, because in his presence there's no separateness. So all the seven Midas become completely aligned and conduits for their divine core, their divine source. How do you learn from Lifanacha? Lifanacha sounds like it's separate. How do you learn so the way the Balatanya Taicha is is lefonecha in your face, in your in your presence, in front of you. In other words, when it's in front of you, then it's levavi. Both hearts become completely naman. Matzasas lavavi with two bases. Both hearts. Uh, there's no separate. There's no separateness. And yet. Not every person merits this quality of Avram, at least in the beginning. (laughs) This L'Vavoy, what do we say right before Matzah Stas We speak about the name change. These are all verses from Nechemia, which were put into Pesuket Zimra every morning. So he, defo- he says, Atu Hashem mm-hmm. Levadecha, Atu Sissas Hashemayim, etc. Atu Machayeh, Eskulam, Esvashemayim Lecham Meshtachlam. Atu Hashem Halikim, Ashebachar to You chose Avram without a He. You took him out of Orkazdom, you changed his name to Avraham. You added the He. You found this Levava in Emilephanacham. So he says, This Lavava is after you made his name Avram After Avraham, became wholesome, became completed in his maila and his qualities. V'nikra Avram v'shei. which is This was after his bris, his circumcision. Mashenkin kaidum before the bris, sh'nikra Avram. He was called Avram without the he. At that point, Yishmal emerged from him because Yishmal was 13 years old at his bris. When Hashem told Avram Avinu to have a bris, he was 99. Yushmal was already 13 years old. He was born when Avram was 86. That's what the Torah teaches us. So at this point, it was before bris, he was called Avra. After Yushmal is already born, Yotsamim and Yushmal. Yushmal emerges from him. At a later point, he's 99, 13 years later, Yishmol, Avram is told to have a bris, he has a bris, Yishmol has a bris. Shahu Yishmal is prinus Klipper, the Chesed Elyon, de Kedusha. Yishmal represents the Klipper, which means the shell, the husk, of Chesed Elyon, of the divine kindness, of Kedusha of holiness. Yishmal had a very similar nature to Avram Avinu. And it says that just like Avram was Chesed, Yishmal was also Chesed. He was extremely extroverted, as the Pasek says, Yaday BaKoil, the Yad Boy. He was out there. He had in many ways the qualities of his father. His father was, as we would say it in English, a people's person. Yishmol was was out there. He had that quality that seemed very close to his father's quality. And it's interesting that Yitzchak actually had the opposite quality of his father, but not Yishmol. And It's brought, it says, Eilat told us Yitzchak ben Avram, Avram held us Yitzchak. So it actually says, what's the redundancy? So Rashi explains, one of the explanations is because the Litzanei Hadar, the scoffers of the generation, were saying that Yitzchak is not Avram Avinu's son. He's too old. So my Asaka Baruch, what did Hashem do? Yitzchak, Avram. He painted, he sculptured the face of, of Yitzchak to replicate, to be similar to Avram. So Yitzchak ben Avram, but maybe not. So You looked at him, you said, Ah, Avram, the Yitzchak. It's not just a rumor that he's the son of Avram. Avram took him into the house, really, uh, May Avi Melech really. it's from another father, Sarah came, Sarah was by Avimelech. No, no, Avram, because you could see it on his face. The question, of course, it says, Ma kodesh baruch? what did Hashem do? It's not a miracle that a son should look like a father. Many of you sitting here, you look like your fathers, or your children look like you. Sometimes people say, your Mama's your father, I knew who you were, you look just like your father. This is part of uh, genetic uh, traditions. Start there. Huh? Start <laughs> one of the explanations is that the Chiddush here was a deeper one, because in many ways Yushmal looked like Avraham not just in demeanor, not just in his face, in his character. Yitzchak looked very much different than Avram Avinu. Because Avram Avinu was chesed, and Yitzchak was gvur. Avram was extroverted. Yitzchak was introverted. Avram was, was the embodiment of kindness, and Yitzchak represented discipline and strength. Yira, awe, reverence. It was a whole different Avodah. Yishmal, on the surface, seemed much closer to Avram who He seemed more like the ear, the proper uh, yorish of Avram Avinu. The, on, a, on a deeper level, though, it wasn't that case. Because by Yitzchak and Avram, the Nekudah was Avaidus Hashem. It was expressed in different ways, but that was the Nekudah. The point was Avaidus Hashem. And by Yishmal, Yishmal was also had the element of Chesed. But as he puts it here, it's clip of the Chesed ali in the kedusha. It has the husk, the external elements of Chesed of kedusha. And Yishmal comes from him. Because Avraham was a chariot. A chariot means a conduit. Just like a Merkava chariot carries the person. That's its whole, its soul, its sole function. Avraham was a Merkava for the Chesed of Hashem, which is Chesed of Holiness, Love of Holiness. That's why he tells Hashem when Hashem says you're going to have an ear, a yoder, she says, Lu yishmol, My hope is that yishmol should live lefanecha. Again, the word lefanecha is used. Yishmol should live before you. Shein moisri Yishmol represents the moisri, the residues of the chesed of Avram, the hainu, what he was asking for. The oil of his chesed should extend, it should permeate. Gamla should go even below Lios Yeshmol to become Yishmol and to enlighten Yeshmol later the Madrega Because that's the function of Chesed. The function of Chesed is the power of Chesed is to go down to descend and to extend until the lowest places. That's what the quality of Chesed is. Chesed is on its own is unbro unbridled, untamed kindness, chesed, and therefore on its own it goes and continues and continues and won't stop. Like the Gemara says, It will always find the lowest plane and it will reach there. So chesed on its own will not be tamed, and therefore it will extend everywhere and to everybody. And the more chesed, the more this quality will be found there. Because relative to the exaltedness, the sublimity of gdullah, which is also called chesed, chesed is often associated and interchangeable with the word gedula. The greater a person is, the more exalted, the more aloof, So then, often wrongdoings or negativity don't occupy a space. Darkness is like light because he is so beyond. And therefore, nothing occupies space. So darkness could be like light. The concept, the Pasuk says in Mishle, Shleim HaMelech says, Sesapes vehi behechle melech. Shlom haMelech in Mishlei tells us to learn from different insects or rodents or animals. He wants us to learn from ants, and he also says to focus on a smummis. A smummis is explained by most as a spider. A spider, some say a lizard. Smummis be yadayim sesapes. Literally, it means. She she grabs, she fetches she fetches with her hands. Vihe melech and she remains in the chamber, in the internal sanctuary, the chamber of the king. The Mepharshim struggle, what is melech trying to bring out about the spider? What is this be a Sesapes? Some say that she could climb cliffs, she could climb straight walls because with her uh, with her legs, she could just attach herself to any surface. No difference what type of surface, whether the surface is horizontal or the surface is vertical. That's one interpretation. Devil Nagon interprets it interestingly, that a spider weaves her web from the material that's within herself, within itself, which is one of the most extraordinary phenomena of nature, I don't know if you ever studied spider webs, most people when they come across a spider web, all they feel is annoyed but instead of being annoyed, you should stop and marvel and marvel at the phenomena that a little spider that sometimes the large, the, the size of a here I go with my uh, nature stuff <laughs> the size of the thumbnail uh can find within her within itself. Usually every animal, a bird builds a nest, it goes to bring material from trees, it brings branches, it collects it. Every animal that builds a pen, a den, a, a, a safe haven, a nest, it's always with materials that it brings from outside of the world. Besides the spider, the spider has within its own little tiny body and they still can't figure out how. It has the ability to be able to if daily sometimes a few day, day, times a day to weave together a web of, of silk and some of the most expensive silk in the world and within its body you could make a web of uh, 700 meters or more. Crazy stuff. And this becomes its, its domain and also, of course, the trap that allows it to have its breakfast and lunch and dinner from all the insects, bugs that may come to visit, visit the web and this type of silk is considered one of the strongest fibers in the world they say stronger than steel stronger than steel and it's all in the body so the Vilna Gon says, is be a dime. she all does this with her whole her own hands she doesn't need anybody else what's the vihibehekhle melech? she's in the chamber of the king it's a it's an interesting juxtaposition so the Balatanya, he ties his own tie he says as a is a the Melech The king, usually come into Hachvarish's uh, uh, palace uninvited, and he doesn't stretch out a scepter. a person can come out with a head shorter. Yet spiders manage to create their webs everywhere. Even Behechle Melech in the most private innermost chamber of the king, you'll often find a spider web. Why? So that's what Joy Mach is describing, cause he He's not makpad on it. Because it's so small, it becomes insignificant. So therefore he allows it to be, even though you would think Vikumta spider web, Behechle Melech. But nonetheless, on the contrary, because it's behechle Melech, because it's the Melech, and the Melech is the king, so the spider web, it doesn't have significance, it doesn't occupy space, that the Melech should become perturbed by it. He lets it be. Where other creatures wouldn't. Is there to David, his father, was saved by the spider? There's a medrash that that David HaMelech wondered, what's the point of a spider web? Why did Hashem create a spider web? Even though it's the way that the spider lives, but what's this whole, uh, you know, grandiose thing of the spider web? And the medrash says that Hashem said, you'll see it's going to save your life. When he was running away from Shaul HaMelech, he ran into one of the caves, and a spider came and weaved a web over the cover of the cave, and Shoal's people came and they said there couldn't be anybody here in this pit because then the web would be broken. So obviously, nobody's here and they left. So the spider web actually saved, uh, saved the king's life, the melech's life. In other words, it's, uh, it's quite a feat. But he prefaces the Passover saying, as though he's trying to demonstrate that this is the say, very difficult to understand idea of chesed is so powerful as Abdullah is therefore going to be Mishpashay to the Madriga. I don't see how it all flows. K'inyan, how is this possible demonstrating his earlier point, that Ko'a Cheser Elyon has the power to be Mishpashay Right. Because he said, cause he's saying, what's the connection? He says, Because it's so great, so pettiness doesn't occupy any space. So even the smummis doesn't occupy any space. He doesn't bother getting rid of it because it doesn't matter. Sometimes you have like by people, you have two types of people. You have people who are micro people, you have people who are macro people. Yeah. Let's talk about two forms of education. There are people, everything their child does they notice. Some people notice it with a microscope and some people just notice it anything that anybody ever says to them they notice yeah. they're very micro, micro people some people are more macro people they don't a lot can go on let's say companies some people run companies they micromanage they know when the janitor walked in it could be 3,000 people in the company but he knows if there's a piece of paper on the floor and he knows if somebody came 5 minutes late they know every detail some people are very, very different. They, they zoom out completely. They look at the big picture, and the details of anything, of any situation, doesn't matter to them. And sometimes it has to do... It has its advantages. It also has its vices. The, 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 the advantage, we understand. People who are so micro, they make everybody crazy, and they make themselves crazy. They obsess on details. But you said this, but you said this, but you didn't say this. They hear everything, they notice everything, they comment on everything. Nothing escapes them. Yeah. Some of you have grown up in homes like that, and some of you have grown ups in homes that are exact opposite than that. Yeah. There are fathers who notice everything, and there are fathers who like notice some like once in ten years they'll notice something. Oh, you're getting married tomorrow. Okay. you have a bar mitzvah, fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh now so sometimes it so sometimes it comes because of different challenges. But here the point is that sometimes a person who's very, very big actually, little stuff don't concern them. And you say, but but there's a spider web. Oh leave me alone with spider webs. <laughs> Gotta change the world enough have time for spider webs. Sometimes very, very big people, because they're so big, they're also very aloof. So the details don't matter. When details don't matter, a lot of spider webs could grow in companies and grow in homes because they're big. It's a beautiful, beautiful virtue because they're not obsessive. They're not small. Some people, they notice everything because they're petty. Everything gets to their soul. This is where they live. They live in smallness. They live in smallness. So small things is where they live. This is their sandbox. Other people, they have what's called a breadkite, a broadness, an expansiveness. That's what he's calling the gedula here. So, how's that going to help you, Shmuel, get the chesed from? So, his point is Avram Avinu was that type of person. Avram Avinu was such a big person that a person like Yishmal could flourish in his presence and he could remain there. With Yitzchak, that wouldn't happen. With Sarah, it didn't happen. The Gemara describes him of a Basra that uh, Reb Noah went into Mara Machpelah. It's a very interesting Gemara. Reb Bino went into Mara Machpelah. You know the story. Sechta Baba towards the end, Reb Bino went into Mara Machpelah. Reb Bino was one of the Tanoyim. And he saw Sari Menu sitting and taking out the lice from Avram Avinu's here. That's a Gemara Baba Sitting and taking out the lice. A Gemara. The so Balatanya says elsewhere, which he's, he's going to explain here, not, what's, what's, what's this Gemara about? And the idea is that that was really Sara with, with Avram Avinu. It's a representation of the relationship between Sara and Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu was so filled with chesed. He said, Lu He was very upset that Yishmal should leave the house. By Avram, there's room for everybody. Avram's tolerance was infinite because his chesed was infinite. He didn't have those boundaries that Sara said. Sara said... Avram was distressed. He was not happy. Hashem told him, Whatever Saras says, listen, so Avram obliged. But the Torah makes a point of saying that this was not his initiative. From his vantage point, this was off. So the Baotania is explaining why it didn't come because Avram didn't care about Yitzchak. Avram was so large, he was so big, that spider webs can gather up. And spider webs, and it's a very important metaphor, because what's a spider web? spider web looks very, very elegant. I mean, it's an architectural feat. Spiders are the greatest architects on our planet. And they know when they're born, they know what architects who have studied architecture for 70 years don't know. I mean, their architecture and how they do it etc. is is, is incredible. It's not a shit about spider webs, but it's important to understand this. On the other hand, it's a trap. It's a trap if you have ended up in a good spider web, and you're a little bug. It's mamish. It's an issue of life and death. And it comes with glue and saliva and moist. It's a gansa. It's a feat. It has a lot of components to it. So spider webs represent something. Mm -hmm. But in the heichel of the melech, in this sense of Ramavinu, They can flourish and they can grow. Nobody says a word, so you small also can flourish and grow. And that's what—that's the detachment that comes from being great. But it has its vices, like everything in the world. Some people are very, very big. They're big. They're they're global. They're global. They're not local. So on a local level, infections can grow. That's what happens. Dirt can gather. Filth can gather. You see it constantly in education. some parents are, are they're big people. I'm not talking about detachment because of carelessness or or selfishness or dysfunctionality or or illness etc I'm talking about as a result of looking at the bigger picture bigger things and when you only look at that, what happens is on a small micro level, a lot of things can happen. So there are people that combine both. They're well, that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's a very deep quality to be able to combine both. It's not a simple thing. Because usually macro people are not micro people. They're allergic to it. Like, leave me alone with details. I get migraine headaches. Leave me alone. Don't go there. We talk big picture stuff. And then there are those who will not stop obsessing. And, and it's, almost, it's very difficult with them. And they, this is where they live. They live in pettiness. They live in smallness. But, but you and they know everything, and they hold chashboinus. They know what everybody told them in the last 29 years. And, uh, you know, it becomes very, very, just very detailed-oriented people. I mean, you see how they pack their suitcases when they have to go on a trip. You'll see two types of people. <laughs> and there's many more examples, but... Uh... So, so here we now come. Why is this so relevant here with Avram? Because now we come here to another dimension of the ego we were talking about. The hatam. This is the reason, from a spiritual perspective, why the Talmud Chachem has to have what we call some haughtiness. At least one part of sixty-four. Shminis shabes which is an eighth of an eighth, which is the sixty-fourth part. So till now we explained why, and this will get—he's going to get well, going get, get more involved in this later in Dalit And hey, because that's how the beginning of Avoida happens. The beginning of Avoida begins with with the, with ambition, with self-actualization, but it's really much deeper than this. The what's known de is de The arousal from below creates an arousal from above. Meaning Mamish. The hisiris from below creates a replica mamish above. It's not, it's like a mirror. It's a mirror image. When you move your body in a particular way, it's going to be replicated, mamish in the mirror, not a similar concept. You know, it's going to take a picture and make a copy. It's going to be, why? Because it's, it's like a mirror image. When we say, it means that man and God are, so to speak, mirrored. So the experience below, the same thing happens above. It's not like a similar thing, or, or something that comes close, or it's a semblance, it's a reminder, it's a commemoration, it's episymbolic. Naseh ba'oysa ruach, ruach expression of the Zoya, because it's one ruach, it's one energy. So the ruach below, I see ruach, brings the ruach ruach and accesses the ruach. It would be like it says in Tanya, Hashem ama, Yaakov chevel ki Yaakov chevel Yaakov is the rope of his inheritance. So the Tanya explains, also the Nefesh actually, great at, at length, that when uh, you have a rope, and imagine the rope extends from the top of the Empire State Building all the way to the bottom, and you give a shake, you shake the rope on the bottom, so the impact is felt all the way on top. You'll say, what's the connection? This person is all the way down below. But there's a rope. Yaakov <laughs> chevel What happens down here, a person's rope, you shake it, it creates a ripple effect on all the levels, on all the stratas, all the le- madragas, all the way to the top. The <laughs> zeh, so when this Talmud Chacham has a Shemines Sheba this sense of self that we're speaking about, Nasi HaRusadu Leila, this creates the exact same experience above. This Shemines Sheba of the Talmud Chacham, what is it? The sense of, I desire a good life for myself which is what we're talking about, the beginning of Avedis Hashem is, I don't want to live. I don't want to be gypped. I don't want to be deprived. I want to live a good life. As we explain, what's the beginning of Avedis Hashem? The beginning of Avedis Hashem is, I don't want to be a Shmata. I don't want to live like a Shmata. I could do much better for myself. That's the experience of schminnishbach as he put it before that the person values who he is or she is and the person appreciates the potential of a, of themselves and how much they can achieve and, and and the lack of it if they don't work and that's the, the there's a motivation i have options in life and i want to choose an option that is going to be the best of the best Because I consider myself and my life and my time valuable. And without that, you can't enter into the realm of serving God. You're too depressed. You're too sad. You're too cynical. You have too much insecurity. So real avoidance Hashem must be based on the premise of true confidence. Not fake confidence. But true confidence. True self confidence. So you could think, okay, yeah, of course you begin with this way because you want you want you want a person. He says it's much deeper than this. This creates the same sensation by Hashem. Creates the same sensation as Sarusadullah. That what? Lamaila Gamkain biktush the Shminish of the Talmud creates a sense of hoardiness above in kedusha, a sense of geus, exaltedness, hisnasus, aloofness. The is experience or is there... arousal. Is it's urus, awakening, awakening, uh... awakening. The awakening. <speaking> When the Talmud at the beginning of his Avaid experiences Gasus, what's Gasus? Gasus means arrogance, hoardiness, pride. What did we explain as this Gasus? It's not a form of narcissism and being disagreeable and impossible. But the Gasus means I don't want to separate, I want to be close. That's what Gasus means. <laughs> it's in his definition of Gasus, I don't want to be separated, I want to be close. Why is it called Gasus? Two things. First of all, there's an option. Second of all, there's I. So it's called Gasas, but it's Gasus. Gassus means there's a certain coarseness, there's a certain separateness. And I don't want to be separate. I want to be close. That experience, <laughs> What does it do above to Hashem? Same thing. <laughs> that Hashem should say, I don't want there should be dirt in my house. The ace of the behavior is I don't like, I don't like, I don't want spider webs, I don't want the behavior of ace of around me. That tab go. What's Goy go? means gayim, right? He right? We say in the Shir of Wednesday. Gayim are the arrogant ones. Those who are who bloat, those that were very haughty and pride and full of arrogance. So Kigai Gah means he becomes Ga above the Gah. In other words, I'm I'm not interested in this. Veloika Ram Shiyatsum this is what the Gemara says of Psochem, Not like Avram, from whom Yishmol came out. Because when you're so big, Yishmol and his maises don't have chashifs, don't have significance. In the chamber of the king, spider webs can flourish. This is when he doesn't become exalted, when he doesn't develop his own, so to speak, Holy haughtiness. When he becomes more exalted, as I then he becomes meticulous. Then he becomes micro. I don't want that wickedness should get nurture from my energy. I don't want that. I become discriminating. I say this is good and this is not good. spider huh? I don't know, you don't kill a spider, but you can get rid of the web. You know, you don't kill spiders. That's not appropriate. So in other words, the, the macro descends into a, restricts itself into a m- more micro level. Ah, you just said that the spider hangs out and weaves its webs with its hands in the chamber, chuli, That meaning the end of the pasuk. That's because nobody is supervising it. Nobody cares. There's no providence. Don't bring a big king to supervise a spider web. Doesn't even notice it. But when he becomes in a mode where he, you know, when it comes spring cleaning, we're going to clean up the palace. He's not going to leave it in the chamber. He's going to tell him to take it away. But this is only when the melech reaches a place of of geus, of even more exaltedness. Then he doesn't want to accept these clippers. But when he's not in a state of exaltedness, Everything is like non-existence. doesn't occupy space. So what happens? So everybody can receive, including parasites. There's no discrimination. Why? Because he's so infinitely great. Because he's so infinitely great. So paradoxically, nothing occupies any space. So light, darkness. So therefore, Avram's greatness allows for Yishmol to flourish. And that's where the lice attach itself to the hair. So the Gemara says, What was Sarah's job? To take out the lies from our Roms here. Vaday maven. Vizel, this is pshat. The pasuk says in Yeshaya, I think period. Chavav Hashem Rama Yotcha Bal yechezayu. The mafreshim also struggled with this pasuk. The Rashi says it's hard to Yeah, I think actually it says it's a hard pasuk to understand. Rama your hand is, is is uplifted, exalted. Bal Yechesoy, they shouldn't see. What's pshat? So the Balatanya teaches is as follows Pirish. Only when your hand goes up high, then wickedness will not perceive the divine light. Because he will not allow them to receive. Rum U The only time it will be Rum Al call goyim Hashem. What's Rum? Rum is Nase, exalted, aloof, sublime. It's because, as we said, goy goy is Ga above the Ka. So what does all this mean? This means it's not just that the spiritual haughtiness of the Talmud Chachem is a, uh, is a compromise in order to get him into Avodah Sashem or get her into Avodah Hashem. But rather, this has what we would call cosmic significance. Why does it have cosmic significance? Because what happens by the person is mirrored by the Divine. In a person, what's the difference, a person with this and not this As we explain. There's a person who feels they neglect their lives. Why do they neglect their lives? They neglect their lives because they don't take their life seriously. They don't see themselves as having true value. So why should I take my life seriously? So you let it go. At a deep place... People who live frivolous, irresponsible lives. Deep down, there's a death sentence that they gave themselves. Nothing really matters. The whole Nekud of Avodah Hashem begins where? I matter. Those two words. I matter. You matter. You matter. Deep down... Deep down, a person may feel, I don't matter. If I don't matter, so then uh, whatever goes, goes. Then it's basically just trying to survive or be as comfortable as possible or numb as much pain as possible. So the beginning of Avaidi, says, is the sense I matter. Now that seems like two simple words, but it's not two simple words. Because a lot of behaviors that people do is a symptom of the fact that deep down I'm struggling with the fact that I don't really matter. Or I just give up on myself. Too much. It's too much. So even though I know that what I may be doing is toxic, or certainly unproductive or destructive, Abba it goes, it's, this, is already, this is what I'm used to. So the beginning of Avaita Hashem is a protest against that. What's the protest? The protest is based on the premise. There's a person here. There's a real person. I matter. I make a difference. There's a purpose in me. There's real value in me. I can do something for God. He actually cares. I want to make my life into something. That's what ambition is. Ambition means there is an I that's ambitious. When there's no I, what ambition? You just lay low until you die. You're finished whether it's physically or emotionally. Ambition means, I strive, I want to grow, I want to become something. As he says, this is far from the ultimate Avoida, but it's always the genesis of Avoida Sasha. Without this, nothing happens. What's the antithesis of this? Everything goes. Everything goes. How could I start everything? Fail in this the word, the, the the word is not fail. The word is not fail. The word is every person, every great person brings out a certain quality in life. You have Avram, you have Yitzchak, you have Yaakov, you have Reuven, you have Shemin, you have Levi. It's not fail. Avram Avinu personified a certain quality, and that quality we learn from that quality remains with us forever. So from a person's perspective, what does the eye matter do? It means, I don't want to get stuck in spider webs. What's a spider web, basically? It's traps. Spider creates very elegant traps in order to hunt down its insects. And attacker sits like a melech. I don't know if you ever watched. The spider sits in its den, and it waits for the bugs to come, and then it comes, it gets entangled. It never has to like, you know. The lion, the, the animals in the jungle get very messy and bloody and, and they have to chase the spider those do you come to me You come to me, you get stuck, you start making us, you start running, the glue gets you stuck and trapped and then he's, when he's ready for the next meal, he comes down and he eats his prey like So we get stuck in these types of webs of life. Why? Because I surrender, I resign. It's called resignation. Resignation. That's what we said a few times, the Katsuki Rebbe said, what they call precursor, oil. I call atzvahs. They call it precursor, they don't have God's yoke. What I call it really is depression. It's a form of atzvahs. And it's you, you see it in people, they become cynical, they're just too much pain in life. And the pain represents that ultimately nothing I can do accomplish anything, especially if you were put down half of your life and you're still being put down at least in your own mind, you put yourself down so what's the result of that? the result of that is not you become a better person the result of that is you become a smarter person just like you see it constantly psychologically there are people who are always allow themselves to be used and then they get upset why, do, why you allow yourself to be used why you allow yourself to be used and then you get upset the reason is, of course, because the person simply doesn't have a sense of I. When there's no sense of I, there's no boundaries. There's no boundaries. Everything comes in. And if everything comes in, so I allow myself to be manipulated, even though when I know it's happening, but I simply don't have the courage or I may feel I don't have the right. I may not have the right or I don't have the courage or I don't have the strength. However, it's manifested itself. And what happens? The person ends up stuck more and more and more, in webs that shrap them and kill them and destroy them. Bad habits that people do. People do things at night, the middle of the day. Stupid things. They know when they're doing it, it's stupid. And ten minutes later, you're going to regret it. And to die it tomorrow night, you're going to need more. So what's the point? The point is, I lost Tzuras adam. I don't believe in myself. I don't think I can have a better life. I don't really believe it or maybe even if I do believe it somewhere, but there's so much pain, and people run, they run to Fazgulas, and they run to Mechobolim, and they run to Shurim, and they run to Tzaddikim, and they run to websites, and they run to kivrit Tzaddikim, and they run here 40 days, and here 40 days, and then they do tanesim and Segufim, and it gets worse, because at the core, there's no self, at the core there's no self, and no Kabbalist, and no Tzaddik, and no Zgula, and no kameya in the world, can fill that, that you have to fill within yourself and your relationship to yourself and God. Nobody can do that for you. Nobody. Even a therapist can do that for you. and Even this sheer can do this for you. huh? Spider websites. We could talk about it, but nobody can do this for you. This is a very personal, intimate journey. When I don't have that, I become neglectful. It's called in the Hebrew, there's a word muznach. You know what muznach is? Upgelazen. Ah, huh? spurned. spurned. I become neglectful. All Avoidas Hashem is the beginning of all Avoidas Hashem. The genesis, the foundation. The Balatanya says is a protest against us. The four worst words that are the greatest enemy to any life of growth is "mi ani umani." Who am I, and what am I? Who am I? A piece of garbage. What am I? A bigger piece of garbage. Both me Ummah, same thing. And you have good proof to it. You have good proof because there's people who have told this to you and there's people who still tell it to you and the most important person is you who tell it to yourself. You don't even realize you're telling it to yourself. So what does a person, the Dishminishe Bishminis that he's talking about, Dishminishe Bishminis is that there's a sense of I that wants to choose good for itself. I want to be close to God. I don't want to be separate. I want a life, I don't wanna I wanna be busy living, I don't wanna be busy dying. In the famous expression. So why only a Ah if it's for a good cause. So why only a Sheminish Bishminist? But they're going in the right direction. Ain't a not Ain't a khanami. In other words, for some people, this is the Tachlas. This is it. As we'll soon see, de dalet, de ke, there's something much deeper. But this is the beginning. Because if you go to step two without step one, it's because there's something much deeper. But you still have to start with the But now here we have the final Nekudah here in, in Siv Gimel was, it's not just if you're a shmat, you're going to be neglectful. Something now else happens. And this is where we see, my modern of the Alter that even, there's no such a thing as a compromise in Avoida Hashem because of a Nebach case. In other words, because if not, you're going to be a Nebach, so therefore we're going to compromise, we're going to let you have a Shemitah If it's an Inyan in Avodah, so then it's Negeya all the way Lamayla, Mile. In other words, it has a real emis in it. What's the real emis in it? The real emis in it that it achieves a tremendous function, not only for you, but a tremendous function in the entire cosmic plan. Because by Hashem you have a similar thing, but for opposite reason. He's also neglectful. He's also neglectful. What neglectful. He's so big, the spider webs flourish. I'm neglectful because I think I don't matter. But sometimes you're so infinitely big that pettiness and smallness can flourish and occupy space. Avram, you have too many so is like, no, he can't be in the house. Avram's arms are big enough to embrace everybody and everything. You see in the Jewish community, Adayom, you see two different streams. There are people who are just filled with love. Yeah? Their hearts are so gigantic. There's nobody who's off limits. Nobody. Yishmael, just give him another more, a couple of hugs. Not one hug? He needs a few hundred hugs right you say shlomo kalbach was once in uh shlomo kalbach was once in a prison and uh, he told the story i think and he went to a maximum security prison and you know his derech was to hug and kiss everybody so on the way out he hugged and kissed every prisoner holy brother holy brother and uh, there was this big big guy you know close to 7 feet, muscular his muscles Bulging, mm-hmm. he looked like an oigmalech habosh. He didn't want to start up with him in a dark alley. And as he was walking by, he saw this fellow. So mm-hmm. his escort said, mm-hmm. "Better stay away from him because uh, you know he's a dangerous guy and he has already put down many people in prison. You know he, he's taken them out, as they say." So Shlomo says, "No, no, no! I want to go over to him. He goes to him. He says, holy brother, I want to give you a hug.'" Now, Shleim HaKabach, relative to him, looked like a little uh, little mouse, a little, a little spider, a little midget, but he gave him a hug, and uh, he kissed him, and he hugged him, and he hugged him for a long time, and then he went off, and the man says, Rabbi, 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 come back, come back, he says, could you give me another hug, can you give me, a? and he gives him another long, long, long hug, and he finishes, and the man says, you know, it's the first time in my life, I got a hug. It's the first time in my life I got a hug. And he said, "And who knows if I would have gotten some more hugs if my life would have not turned out differently? So you have that approach. There are people whose arms are infinitely large. It doesn't ex- and then there are people the opposite. <laughs> their, hands have, their arms have no place for. Very, very few people. There's a very tight grip. Very few people go into their, to, to their embrace. So here you have neglectfulness that comes from the opposite. Not because I'm a shmata. Again, the mirror image of I'm nothing and therefore everything goes. What is it, Lamayla? Lamaila is Hashem is so big, so infinite. 'er. Your mitzvahs and the other person's deeds, it would seem, what's the difference? It's so small, it's so insignificant. Lagabi infinity, who cares? There's a Medrash rabba. a very, very strange Medrash. Parshas Bereshus. Vayavdala lakim beina oir, beina chayshach. He separated between light and darkness. He saw that light was good. So the Medrash says, yeah, oir is maisein shal tzaddikim, chayshach is my shal reshoiim. Eini yideye be'ezim mehen I'm not sure which one he wants. Vayayra lakim esariki toiv, that he wants maisein shal tzaddikim. What's this suffix? One of the explanations is, and it's, it's, it's important to understand, and it could become a dangerous thought to really think that for God there's a difference, this or this. How, how, how macro, how micro do you want to make him? You do this, this one does this. What's the difference? Like you tell me, an ant, tell an ant, make a right, don't make a left. And if the ant makes a left, you go crazy and and you and you, you lose yourself. It's mashige. And this is an ant relative to a person, which is finite, a person relative to God. So what happens here? In Avram's greatness, in his super greatness, there's place for Yishma. In God's infinity, there's place for everything. So in a way, it becomes neglectful. But why neglect? Neglect is the fact that the king is so big that spiders are not noticed. What happens when a Jew says, I matter, I matter, you pick yourself up and you say, no, this doesn't belong in my life. I don't want dirt in my life. I remember I was once eating something that I shouldn't have eaten. So my wife told me, it's interesting, you respect the garbage can more than you respect yourself. Why don't you put that in the garbage can? I don't want to waste it. It's interesting. Your body, you'll put this garbage into. <laughs> but the garbage can, you won't put it into. You respect the garbage can more than you respect your body. It should be the other way around. We still have the same argument. What does what does the beginning of the Hashem mean? Respect yourself more than you respect the garbage can. I don't want this in my life. I don't deserve this. I'm better than this. I'm better than this. And therefore you say, this is not for me. I do discriminate. This is not going to be me. And that's why there's no creativity without discipline. The most spiritually macro global people, if they don't have discipline, everything ultimately gets oizgelosh and their fires get extinguished. What is the change in relationship with yeah. God? So he says here, what happens then is, the same thing happens. He says, really? This doesn't belong in my world either. This doesn't belong here. When the Jew says, this doesn't belong here, what's the mirror image? He says, There's no place for for this negativity. There's no place. There's not room for everything. Some things don't go. The smammis has to, has to get removed from the king. Because mitzad, the, the, the infinity, everything goes. So in a way there is neglect. So the exaltedness of the person, the sense of exaltedness, creates kevayachel and Hashem. The macro, the, the micro, the ability to restrict himself and say, this doesn't belong in my world. That's what it does. When you say those two words, I matter, there's a ripple effect that reverberates in all of the worlds to be able to remove the toxicity, the dirt that has gathered as a result of the absolute infinity of Hashem for which really nothing becomes significant to say this is better, this is worse, this has no place. Everything, everything has a space. Everything goes. But when the person be able can develop that shminishe it has that effect also. L'mayla of above. Very interesting. So, you know, it um, left, but Ron Von really argues um, very subtly with how Rashi learns um, and And he very much is saying, saying there about this. The other bon is really that God channels Obos, the Gobos mythos and has supervision of the cosmos and is creating grand world. And it's not just that, that they show God around, so to speak, they carry God. Right. But I'm God channels the others, the mythos created with dueling. Yeah.